Hi, I'm David Jackson and welcome to my podcast, D-Time, a personal project of mine where I simply share what I'm learning in life spiritually as a Christian, husband, father, and human. Each episode you'll hear from myself and I'll also sit down with a guest and talk about various topics and get their insights as well. Life is all about learning and I love learning from other people and seeing what sparks come from discussions on everyday topics. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, welcome to D-Time Season 1, Episode 44, <laughs> The Way of the Rooster. And if you don't know what that means, um, I wanted to talk about learning new things. And in particular, uh, there's a friend of mine, uh, Russell Fox, who who's very talented and very interested in learning new things. And one of the things that he's uh, learn, learning and has helped teach uh, to to many people out here in Seattle is uh, how to salsa. And so I heard that uh, salsa uh, is referred to as rooster sauce or something, something where he'll be able to to uh, give more insight into that. So that's where the title comes from. But uh, our discussion is a lot about learning new things and, and specifically salsa. But uh, I think it's important to learn new things as as a, an adult, as an individual, uh, it's good to, to learn new things. You know, uh, one of the things that I set out uh, on my list was to learn photography. Um, and I'm glad I did. You know, I, I had no prior really interest in photography. It was just something that I thought I could use the you know creative side of my brain, artistic side of my brain to really uh, apply myself to. And, and it's been cool really learning about photography. And I think, um, you know, we should aspire to learn new things, you know, to, to try at, at, you know, improving in different areas of our lives, areas where we're maybe, where we're most likely, you know, uninitiated at first. And so Russell's going to chat with uh, me about learning new things and um, what, what he's learned from those new things and, and kind of what started the whole uh, salsa um uh, experience. And so I'm excited to hear what he has to say. Uh, excited for you guys to hear from him as well. But uh, reach out to us. You know, what are some things, new things that you're learning? What are some things that uh, you've uh, embarked on uh, that's new this year? Or, you know, by the time of the airing of this episode, it'll be 2020. So maybe what are some things that you're looking forward to, uh, to learning in 2020? Um, and give us some feedback, some thoughts, and uh, share some maybe tips or tricks on um, when learning new things, how to be successful uh, at them. So stick around for part two, where we talk about salsa and learning new things. Peace. Hey, welcome back to D-Time. I have a very special guest uh, who's going to talk about uh, an uh, salsa and that's Russell Fox. So Russell, thank you for joining us for D time. Hmm. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Awesome, man. So before we kind of dive into uh, it, uh, why don't you take a couple minutes just to uh, introduce yourself for those listening? Yeah. Uh, well, as you said, my name is uh, Russell Fox. I'm from a, a super small town of about 200 people up uh, right by the border of Canada and Washington. And I uh, grew up in a small town, went to a relatively big high school, and then right now I'm uh, currently attending the University of Washington. And 
Uh, I'm, uh, this is my last quarter of school, so I'm super excited to be able to enter into the working force. I've, uh, I've studied many different things, but I've, uh, got my degree right now is going to be in political science with a, uh, option in the international security as well as a minor in Espanol, so Spanish. So, uh, those things have kind of been the main passions throughout my life. I've noticed, uh, just early on, I was always kind of dr- like uh, drawn towards the political realm when I was younger, and in uh, following in my sister's footsteps, she kind of led me to Spanish. So when I was taking it in high school, I just had a super amazing Spanish teacher, and he really imparted a lot of the his love of Spanish onto me, and a, I've just continued with it because you know what they say: if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Right. So. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was just kind of like a fear of like, oh, I've just spent five years learning all this. And if I look back and I'm like 25 or 30 and I can't speak a word of it, all that time was just kind of wasted. Mm. So yeah. uh, that's what I'm going into. I'm super excited for the future. What's just been going on in my life recently. So that's kind of the the, the spark notes of it all. Nice. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah. So, uh, funny thing. So I, the title of this episode is called, uh, the way of the rooster. Now I, I kind of, I might've been like lost in my notes or research, um, when looking into salsa. Um, I, I think I heard somewhere that it's, it's, it can, it's, uh, either a form of salsa or has something to do with roosters or something like that. So if the title is off, <laughs> Forgive me, but um, yeah, when it comes so, to salsa, what what kind of made you get into salsa? Yeah, just to, to help you on that last point, the word salsa in Spanish means sauce. Right. So that could be anything from ketchup to mustard to what most people would know as salsa, which is like your your spicy kind of chopped tomato bits and uh, mm-hmm. one of the more famous – uh, salsas is called pico de gallo, which means mm. uh, beak of the rooster. Pico, maybe that's what he. <laughs> and then gallo is where you're getting your rooster from. Gotcha. So I think I still think it's a fun title. So I, nice. I'd stick with it. But uh, to get onto the salsa, like I said, uh, Spanish speaking Spanish was always like a uh, kind of passion of mine. Once I hit high school, and we always kind of touched on different Spanish cultures. You're not just learning how to say different words and different uh, conjugations and verbs and everything like that. You you get ingrained into that culture so that you can have a better understanding of it. And me and my background growing up, you know, uh, I never danced at all. I can only remember once attending a, uh, a middle school dance. And that was, uh, I think, in 2011, and so it was like the the music of the time, you know, uh, I think uh, uh, like EDM was just coming out. And so I, I really only ever remember dancing to one song and it was a bunch of me and my friends flopping on the floor for like 30 <laughs> seconds after the beat dropped. So mm-hmm. I personally, I never really had an interest in dancing until we, we started uh exploring it uh, a bit in Spanish classes. So we we would watch videos of this is what tango looked like. This is 
uh, merengue, this is salsa, this is, like, all these different forms, and, you know, you learned about it, but it was like, oh, I'm not a singer, I'm not a dancer, I'm not, like, a performer-type person, I always just kept it on the back burner. And so, mm-hmm. it wasn't until, I, re- I remember this very defining moment that, that got me into salsa dancing was, uh, after I had graduated high school, my school offered a uh, trip if you paid $3,000, you'd got to go with the teachers down to Central America for about three weeks mm-hmm. uh, to do a homestay and then some more touristy, fun-type activities. And I remember one night, uh, there was a big group of the students, and our teachers took us out to a bar. They're like, we want to get it out of your system. We want to be there for you. Uh, you're not going to drink anything, but you know you can have the experience of it. And I remember I was standing in this bar with uh, a bunch of uh, my close friends, and I just felt this, like, feeling of being bummed out. It's like, man, I don't even know how to dance anything. And I'm just kind of standing there. And I was like, in that moment, I kind of made a vow to myself, like, oh, I know I'm going to the University of Washington. It's a big school. they got to have some type of, like, dancing club there, right? Uh, I think I'm going to take salsa. Mm-hmm. So... It was kind of that moment, that feeling of like, oh, I really missed out. I never want to miss out on something like this again, you know, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So once I got to UW, I started researching, and I hunted down the, the salsa club. And I remember it was really tough for me at first, but I kept practicing and kept practicing. And two years later, after being in the club, I got good enough to be invited onto the UW salsa team. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, there were, there, we weren't, like, competing against other, like, college dance teams. What we did is we more served the community. We went out and we did, like, different cultural events uh, and just special things. I remember dancing right beneath the Space Needle during the summer for uh, just a big festival that they had going on there to a huge crowd, and it was just so much fun. And um, Sadly, it was after that I started getting slammed more and more with school, so I had to taper off. But recently, uh, I took a uh, course here at uh, the University of Washington on salsa dancing. So got to learn a lot more of the history of it. I got to learn the different styles and everything that came with it. And it was just a, a far greater uh, experience because now I can teach it to people. Nice. Nice. That's awesome, man. So when it comes to salsa, now that you've kind of gotten like a more, you know, uh, immersed in it as the years have gone, what would you say is the most challenging thing about it? Uh, I think one of the more challenging things about it is literally the basic. So that's the first thing that you're going to learn in salsa is how to do a basic, the, the initial six steps that you take. You continue it throughout the whole dance. It's a little unnatural, and if you're coming with no dancing experience, it, it just feels like, man, how do I even overcome this? And mm-hmm. for me, I, I felt like that for the the first couple of uh, first couple of uh, club meetings. And the thing was, was just being determined to if I can get this down. That's all I need. That's all you need for salsa dancing. It's just the basic. You could dance your basic for your three-minute song, and you're technically salsa dancing. All the extra florals and spins and crazy maneuvers, that's just like uh, 
the flair you want to put on top to have more fun with it. But if you get that basic down, that's all you need. Mm. Awesome. So, um, you know, in thinking of those, you know, lessons and steps and things like that, is there anything about salsa that you feel translates outside of the dance floor? Um, yeah, I would think that, you know, with salsa, you're, it, it kind of cut ties into a different culture. Um, because it's really seen that when you go out salsa dancing, you shouldn't isolate yourself with just one person. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, oh, you showed up with your, your best friend or your date or whoever it is, and you isolate your whole time with that one person. The, the whole thing is that it's a community event, you know. You, you mm-hmm. have to be, you know, courageous to walk up to someone and ask them to dance, you know. Uh, 99 times out of 100, they're going to say yes, or that one time it's because they're, like, so exhausted from dancing, you know, that they can't do it anymore. But, you know, it just kind of grows you. It pushes you to put yourself in a bit of a more uncomfortable uh, situation, you know. Uh, being a, you know, a partner dance, it's like learning how to read another person, you know, mm-hmm. what they want to do to be able to, to, to multitask, to talk, and uh, while you're doing it. So, you know, uh, that's kind of what I've taken out of it from, you know, applying it to my, you know, life is that, you know, just being more bold, being able to, to take that risk and realizing that, you know, that person across from you is usually in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's a good thing to know um so earlier in in the first part of the episode i was talking about you know salsa but trying new things you know um there are a couple things that i have like on a bucket list that you know of things that i want to try and photography was one of them and so i think Mm -hmm. you know my viewpoint is like it's important to put yourself in uncomfortable situations kind of like what you did with, with salsa so what what advice would you give uh, to someone who wants to try new things, whether it be salsa or, or any anything, really, what advice would you give them uh, in kind of helping them kind of take that step? Uh, I'd say that the advice I'd give is that uh, you really just, you got to want it. It's something my dad always said is that, uh, you know, you're, you're perfectly smart enough, you know, you're, you're physically strong enough, whatever it can be. You just got to want it. And you, if you have that desire, you're going to find a way to make it happen. For me, you know, uh, I did things the harder way. I didn't have like a community of people or like a group of best friends that went out. I was just determined by myself. This is what I want to do. I want to salsa dance. I'd advise, you know, that you get a community of people around you or someone to, to help push you there, maybe keep you accountable. Um, so that you can actually get progress or that you can go through it with someone, you know. Uh, I always think of you got to take the opportunities in life that you're given, you know. my uh, Some of the crazier things in life, like my dad, he wants to go skydiving with all of his kids. I'm terrified of heights, but because it's my dad, you know, I'd go skydiving with him because mm-hmm. who knows? What if I end up loving it halfway down, you know? Mm-hmm. You, I think that you just don't know what you don't know. So you got to try it. And when you try it, you got to give it all your heart. Cause if you go into it with the expectation that you're going to fail or that it's not going to be fun, it's going to be weird. Then you're going to be stuck in it. But if you just let yourself loosen up, you enjoy the moment, you're going to find yourself either falling in love with it or like, man, maybe this isn't for me. 
and then you can move on to that next thing. Awesome. That's great, man. It's great advice. Uh, so kind of adding to that, you know, uh, I like to ask everyone that I sit down with, you know, this question. And um, the question is, what what's the best piece of advice that someone's giving you? And it doesn't have to do with this topic. It can be about anything. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I can think of two. Both mm-hmm. happen to come from my dad. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's quoting them from something else. He He watched a lot of sports in his life, so... Uh, He could pull it from someone and I'd have no idea. But one of them is that practice doesn't make perfect, but perfect practice makes perfect. And Mm -hmm. it's just this idea of, you know, going after something with your whole heart. You know, you want to get good at kicking a soccer ball. You know, there's a difference between, you know, just kind of swinging your leg and pushing it down the field to, all right, let me get the technique down. Let me take the time. All right, let's focus in on the little nuances and go over it again and again. I need to make this perfect. And so, you know, that's that's helped me with, you know, school uh, for sure. Is like, all right, you know, there's a big difference between kind of getting the idea down and getting the idea perfectly down, yeah. you know. It, and they take note of that, you know. You, that's what you're getting graded on. So I'd say – that was one. And then the other one that I mentioned earlier, you just got to want it. You know, mm-hmm. human desire, the the human will is such a crazy thing. Uh, it came out most uh, for me when I did wrestling, just a, a sport that is honestly it's 80, 90 percent willpower and the rest of it is technique and uh, strength. It's just trying to use your will to, you know, uh, surpass someone else's will when the challenges come. And if you want it bad enough, you'll feel it. You'll make the sacrifices. You know, I've seen people practice ultimate Frisbee in, like, freezing temperatures with their just their shirts and shorts on out in the middle of night because they want to be great at it. You know, if you want it, you're going to find the ways to make it happen. And... If you want it bad enough, you're going to enjoy it uh, along the way, too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so true. So true, man. Yeah, thanks for sharing those, man. Um, and thanks for taking the time to chat about something that, that uh, you uh, care a lot about, and that's also. So um, for those listening, if you have any questions for Russell or, or questions about salsa uh leave a comment in the comment section on this episode and you can follow the podcast at d time podcast on twitter and instagram and d time podcast at gmail.com uh russell thanks so much man for taking the time and uh dropping some knowledge man appreciate it all right anytime Thank you for joining me for D-Time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If there's a topic that you'd like discussed, you can leave suggestions in the comments or follow this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at D-Time Podcast. See you next time.